Hey there, welcome to the Sasha Sterling podcast, exploring all that is sacred. So glad you're here. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited for today's conversation with one of my favorite people on the planet in the universe, Lindsay Martinellis. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. So excited to be here. Oh my goodness. So Lindsay is definitely a soul sister. Actually, just right before we hit record, I shared something. She's like, me too. And it's just a common occurrence to see um, my own spiritual growth reflected in Lindsay. And honestly, I just am so relieved to know that you exist, that you're, that you, you know, you continue to just lean into your growth and how I know that you having the courage to do that lights the path for so many others. So if you don't know Lindsay, if you're meeting her for the first time, you can check out her amazing body of work at lindsaymartinellis.com. You can check it out in the notes section, the link. She is on a mission helping humanity embody their highest potentiality. And she has lots of different ways and tools to do that. So I'm going to pass it over to you to share more about who you are if people are meeting you for the first time. Yes. And thank you for that reflection. I feel the same way about you. And I think this is the power of community, right? And how people can reflect back to us. What sometimes resides dormant within us, right? Or sometimes is is there, oftentimes is there. And just we have people in relationship that actually get to inspire us and show us what's possible for our lives. And, you know, my work is constantly evolving as I evolve as a human. I'm a former environmental engineer and very much success was very much based on accolades and accumulation of things and really perception of the outside world. And my body started to break down in a multitude of of ways in my 20s and started this path of healing my body temple, which then led to this whole body of work around emotional healing, the energy body, and just really connecting with source, spirit, you know, universal intelligence, whatever we want to call that higher intelligence that if you're tuning into this podcast, I imagine, you know, you believe that, right, there's a sacredness to this existence. And I'm noticing how the more that I connect in with myself and clear out the outside noise, the more life just feels gentler and I feel more joy in my day. And yes, I'm thriving from an external standpoint with my business and my relationships and and all the material things, but it's really about how I feel inside. And I know that I'm only scratching the surface. So I feel excited to help others bring that into their lives. And we, this experience is what I believe why we're here more than anything else. I do not believe we came here to suffer and I want to help humanity, you know, claim that for themselves. Hmm. I love that so much. So I really feel the amount of flow that you're in right now in your life. And I've gotten to witness you for a few years now and it's, Oh gosh, the beginning was rough. (laughs) Well, you're totally picking up on what I was going to, because I had the privilege of, you know, supporting you at one step of, you know, you were already very successful as an entrepreneur in a different, in a different business. And then you were launching a different business online. And so there were definitely like bumping up, up against edges for a period of that. And I know for myself, 
growth isn't always beautiful. Sometimes it's really messy. It's really scary. And so for someone who's listening right now, who's maybe in a season where they want to be in flow and they're just not, it's dark, it's wet, it's scary, it's frustrating. (laughs) Like what, because I really do believe there's purpose inside of those moments too. I was just talking to my boyfriend about this last week. I was in massive breakdown and I was just like, defending the breakdown though, because it was for a purpose. I was like, this chaos has a purpose. There's intelligence in this. And I just have to like wrestle with it until I am ready to break free and break free. And so for myself, I've gotten really discerning over the years around like that unnecessary suffering versus the necessary suffering. So what are your thoughts on that for you? And what advice do you give your clients who are going through those Mm. periods of initiation? Yeah, absolutely. And this is where like, you know, to me, it's about focusing on the vibration of the words because I don't use certain words anymore for myself because I just know how they feel in my body and but it's different for all of us. So for me, suffering brings me back into like the perpetuity of that life has to be hard all of the time. And that you know, it bring it, it it brings me back more into isolation and feeling disconnected from the divine. And so for me, it's pain. Like pain is temporary. <laughs> and and in my body, suffering was like a hamster wheel of suffering perpetuity. And so I love that you brought that up because that might not be the case for you, Sasha, or for others listening. Um, and so absolutely, uh, most of my body of work is about, yeah, no, we're not gonna avoid that pain. We're not gonna avoid the one time Sasha and I were on a call and she called it the ouchies, right? And then I kind of stole that from <laughs> my clients. You know, it's like the ouchies, the ooh, that hurt, the sensation when we feel uh, heaviness on our heart, when we feel like a literal gut punch, when something happens or we get triggered, that is a gift. There is a gift, just like Sasha talked about. There is an intelligence there. There's a gift. There is something that gets to be alchemized with that shadow experience, with that contracted experience. And so what I've learned is to lean more into that and soften more into that so that I don't stay there. And I believe that a lot of, again, the perpetual suffering is is because we're so afraid to feel it that we actually end up calling more of it in. And so it just gets to move. That's all it's there. It's showing us that it gets to move. And you and I, this is why we both love each other, because we know how to go deep and we know how to keep it light. So I have moments of guttural screams, of crying, uh, (laughs) of having visceral experiences in my body and feeling. I just don't attach to those emotions anymore. I, I just leverage them to know that there's something that's arriving for me that's in my body that's showing me where I'm still not free within, right? So it's like, oh, great. Here's something new. When I'm in it, I'm not like, oh, great. <laughs> but I, I've i learned how to just be in relationship with that. And um, I know you have too. And it takes practice. So I think the biggest piece is it takes practice. It takes practice to meet those parts of ourself. It's not for the faint of heart and it's okay give yourself grace, give yourself love. And over time, it just becomes, you know, the new baseline. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, there's so many things that you shared there that I want to go deeper into. So I'm just taking two notes. Okay. <laughs> first one, <laughs> the first one as, as deep feeling sensitive, spiritually aligned people. And I know you're very particular with your word choice. So if any of those don't, don't feel good to you, you can let them go, but I'm just, uh, for, for, for sake of time here. Um, 
how do you how do you tune into what is yours, your feelings, or like the collective feelings or other people's feelings? I know you've talked before, not on this interview, but about when people project. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I know for myself, some of what I was going through, even just last week, like the spiritual layer I was working through, it was really heavy. And it did, it was tempting to like take me down until I realized, oh my gosh, it feels like a lot because it's actually not mine. And Mm -hmm. then I was able to have choice again inside of it. And so what are, what's your experience around that around? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is a multi-layered question. I, I love this question and I'm, you know, this is where I'm, I'm a student of this myself right now because I'm noticing that of course, so much of what I'm feeling is the collective because there is collective healing that's happening and there's individuated healing that's happening. So, you know, I notice that a lot of times when I'm feeling things that it is more of a, of a collective, uh, type of energy, universal energy that I'm feeling, which I actually love now because I'm like, okay, I don't get to make myself wrong for it anymore. This is just part of the, elevating of consciousness that's happening on the planet. And sometimes, you know, we get upgrades during equinoxes and solstices and whatever's happening in the cosmic weather. But that's just honestly through exploration, you know? So for anyone starting out, the first piece is putting your hands on your body, taking a deep breath and just asking yourself the question, is this even mine? (laughs) Is this my belief? Is this truly what I'm feeling? And a lot of times the answer is no. So right when we're when we're going out into the world. So I was feeling very sensitive, especially over the last few years. And what I started to notice is I was kind of moving back into victim consciousness. Like I'm too sensitive. I can't, I have to isolate myself. And I realized that there's always a fine line between my aloneness and then where am I going to hide and be in isolation and tell myself I can't be around people. And again, I believe that there's no separation in spirituality. So the sacredness of like going grocery shopping and going to the bank and just doing regular things that we do as humans is just as important. But I, I, I now set more time aside from myself, getting in the car after coming back from a public place, just calling everything back to me and just like clearing my field and claiming it. And so I think most of this just comes back to the slowing down. So for anyone listening that's new, it's like, can you create the pause and ask the question? If you're feeling icky, can you just say anything that's not mine? Can it be returned to its rightful place in the universe? And, you know, call all parts and fractals of yourself back. That's been super supportive for me to continue to just honor what's mine and believing it, right? Claiming it, believing it, asking. Oftentimes we don't ask. So just ask the question and then claim it for yourself once you have that clarity. I hope that answers your question. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So the the other piece here is body. You've now mentioned, you know, connecting with body many times. Was this modeled to you? Did you learn this? Did you was it a spontaneous revelation? Like I, you know, hear a lot about this. The breath, the body, uh, body wisdom. Yeah. So What's the the story on this? Oh my goodness. If this was modeled to me, 
I probably would have already like left this earth plane because I've had, I would have nothing, no evolution left in me. Um, no, this was not modeled to me. Very, very, um, very much quite the opposite. And honestly, it was through that deep listening. And this is where if you're wanting to discover your purpose or understand more about yourself, it was just something that started to happen as I slowed down. Like, ooh, when I would ask my body what I needed, it would be like, ooh, moved. Like, or my body, my hips would just start moving and I would start slowing down the breath. And I would notice that the way that my body enjoyed sacredness was through connecting with her and asking her what she needed and moving and listening to music and nourishing in a multitude of ways. And I think that this is what the collective's really moving into is it's it's truly about starting. And so much of this conversation I love because it's part of your gene key, like your gene keys life work sphere, which so much of what we're talking about is around taking the initiative. So your gift in Gene Keys, which we probably will get into a bit later for your life's work is initiative. It's about claiming it and starting. And the first step of a thousand is always the hardest. So it can feel overwhelming when you're listening to these podcasts and when you're hearing other people talk about, right? Just listen to your body, right? It's it's kind of like when someone tells you to relax when you're freaking out. It's like, <laughs> I can't relax. Right. So starting with just the first step and asking, what do I need? What do I want? What would be most supportive for me in this moment? And you'll actually start to notice patterns like, oh, wow, I like to go out in the sun and take myself on a walk because the body actually loves rhythm. So it could be dance. It could be walking. It could be breath. Right. It could be, this is why we'll see kids walk or, you know, we'll often see rocking back and forth when we're, when we see a child that's, you know, maybe feeling disconnected or agitated, or even for myself, I noticed that I'll rock back and forth. So you'll start to slow down enough to notice, huh, every time that I'm feeling this emotion and I ask, what do I need? This is what comes through. And then you start doing it and taking action on it. And you start to notice that the energy moves and you start to notice you feel different. So it's really about starting and then creating the spaciousness and the patience to begin to understand and listen because everybody is different. Every body is different, which is why you can only do it for yourself. Nobody can do it for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I, I love that so much around slowing down and asking the questions. And I do want to know more about my, my <laughs> dinky life work. I know Lindsay has, um, I've gotten readings and, you know, ex- gotten to receive many of your gifts. I know, as you said earlier, your work continues to evolve as you evolve. And so what are some of the other tools that you support uh, your clients with? There's gene keys, human design, yeah, human design was kind of how this journey started several years ago and it it always felt incomplete. I do want to sh- share this real quick. Um yeah. because Sasha always kind of believed in me around like my human design work. It wasn't something I was very vocal about and and wasn't really very forward facing about and it, there was just I loved it. I loved doing it, but it felt like something was missing and then Gene Keys entered my world. 
And what I think is so fun about these technologies is it's just like astrology, right? There's so many tools that help us course correct back to our essence, right? Back to who we are in our purest form. And so the Chinese I Ching is an ancient technology that then in 1987, human design, right? Like was actually transmitted to a being who then was able to bring it to the world to leverage. And then the gene keys, I believe it was in 2004 that that was transmitted um, through Richard Rudd. And I know (laughs) in my core that there will be an elevated layer of that. It's based on the 64 hexagrams of the Chinese I Ching, which are directly connected to the codons in our DNA. And the moment that I started to unpack the I Ching, human design, and gene keys, I recognized that we're starting to understand that just because we're born a certain way doesn't mean that we are victim to literally ourselves and our DNA. So we actually can prove now that through our environment, which is really through how we're talking to ourselves, right? The choices that we're making and who we're choosing to surround ourselves with, et cetera, we can shift our DNA. And they're actually showing the transition of our DNA to light. And so there's actually science now backing, hey, we have so much potential that's lying dormant within us that is available to us. And we're starting to to feel it, to see it, to know it and believe it. And so I wanted to presence that because with these, I call them living transmissions and technologies, when I consumed them, when I read them, it activated something inside me that already was alive in me and it felt easy. So I know that this is not the first lifetime that I've worked with these technologies. And I, I think it's important to share this because you'll start to notice and know, oh, wow, this is different. This is actual wisdom versus knowledge. When I read about the Gene Keys, Human Design, and the I Ching, it's like, oh, yeah, I knew this. Mm-hmm. And so I want to thank you, Sasha, because I feel like you trusted me um, before I even felt ready. And even with the gene keys, when we were both kind of like going down our gene key at the same time, we were really discovering it for the first time. And you were like, I want you to do my session. And I was like, but I don't even know what I'm doing yet. And you're like, I want I want you, you know? And it was such a beautiful reminder of like, I've got this. I know this. People need this. And I don't need to have all of these certifications and a thousand hours of gene keys guidance training in order to to share this with the world. And, and it's showing me that I can experiment and play with something that I love and help people along the way. So that was my tangent um, that I really wanted to presence. Um, and then maybe I'll hand it back over to you for a moment and I can share some of the other tools that I use. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. I love it. So yeah, the the transmission, the living transmission. And I love that you said that around the recognition that when you were consuming it, quote unquote, for the first time, 
it, it was that recognition process and it was already alive in you. And oh my gosh, the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And I see so many, I mean, I don't call myself a light worker. I am a light worker, but I don't like public, but for other people listening who are, do you feel that like, wow, there is that like gathering of different tools. And I, I did get certified to be a coach years ago. Um, but I'm a big proponent that people don't need to get certified and do the thousand hours to go do work that they love. And so I'm really glad that you mentioned that because so much people are looking and it's so much more about the who rather than the, yeah. the, the knowledge itself. And I know you're from what I'm seeing, at least being your friend and seeing from the outside and your previous business coach from years ago is that <laughs> you know, you're you and you're so alive and illuminated that people are just coming to you. It doesn't even maybe matter what you're talking about. And and I could be incorrect about that, but that's what it looks like from the outside is that people are are yeah. feeling that in relationship to you. And I know that um, if you're feeling resonant listening to this, definitely go follow Lindsay's podcast. She has a mastermind. She's got lots of amazing things right now. And I really, if I was to have like a quote unquote teacher or coach I'm not at the moment for certain reasons, but I really do feel like it would be you. I think there's a purity, mm. there's a non-pretentiousness, there's just like a, a curiosity, a realness that is so, um, it's it's such a gift, your style of leadership, Lindsay. Mm. I receive that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just feels so, yeah. It's And, and I'm, I'm noticing like there's a part of me that doesn't want to let that in, you know? Mm. And just getting emotional, like, because it's like the bigness of my heart and I want that for the world. So thank you for seeing me. And, um, and it's real. And I, and I do believe that I don't have any certifications for what I do. I teach embodiment. I teach breath work. I teach meditation. I teach human design. I teach the gene keys. I teach a whole multitude of things, Mm -hmm. but it's because it's my experience. I'm really not teaching anyone any sort of method. I'm teaching people how to find that for themselves. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think there's a realness that people just, people want that. Like, I don't want, if that's like a lot of responsibility, I don't want to claim to be on this pedestal. Right. I'm like, Nope, I'm just me and I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm not afraid. And you've always been this way too, Sasha, where you, show people what's going on behind the scenes as a leader, as a coach, and people want that. And we're, we're moving away from like, I've got it that I've got it all together facade because it's not true. And so I think people are starting to connect to that more than ever. And um, yeah, I, I so appreciate it. And it's true. Like even some of the methodologies I learned from you, which I love, but I'm doing it in such a different way and not putting pressure on myself. And I, I, I think it's important to share that in order to start, it is important to follow a structure at first because it's new. And then over time, you're like, oh yeah, I didn't like that. That sucked my soul dry. Ooh, this really was amazing. And this lit me up. So I'm going to do more of that. And that's really it. It's like, We've had thousands of years of forgetting how to listen to ourselves and feeling disconnected from source and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I just feel, and I know you're in a similar space of like the divine running through us and getting out of our own way Mm -hmm. and that's it. Like, yeah, that feels so much better. 
so much better. I was listening to an astrologer I follow on, and I love, it's an intuitive channeled messages. So I just really love her, her style. And she said, yeah, like, no, the age of Aquarius, people have different opinions about when it starts and all of this, but either way, she said, imagine the age of Aquarius. It's like, we're coming out of like being in a, of like a structure, right? Like a building, let's just say a hospital. And she says, and then the age of Aquarius comes along and the walls start to disintegrate and then they disappear Mm -hmm. and then the ceiling flies away and then the floor (laughs) just goes away and there we are floating. (laughs) And so it's interesting. You said the word structure, you know, like learn the structure and then let it go. And Mm -hmm. I know for uh, many people I'm talking to, at least that's the process is, is happening of like, oh, reality is not what I thought it was maybe previously, or, or it's changing. My reality is changing. What I know to be true is changing and structures are either changing or going away. This is my experience and a lot of people I'm talking to. And it, and it's bringing up both that, like the freedom, the exhilaration, and also like, whoa, the fear of the unknown or the fear of change or so, you know, so many different responses to it. Um, And then how business plays into that and also how our mentors and leadership positions impact all of that. So I'm just fascinated. I don't exactly have a question on that. I'm just more wanting to share that, <laughs> that piece, but um, yeah, it's yeah. like moving from me to we, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but individuated we, that's what I feel the Aquarian age is. It's right. That's how it feels. Yeah. And so of course, yeah, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of institutions are dissolving. I've been feeling that a lot too. So I think it's yeah. also like, of course, it's scary and being okay with the part of you that's afraid, you know, because it is a lot happening at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just with some girlfriends for launching a business uh, later this month. And we we talked about this, the meat of the we, we call it the sovereign we. Yes. Um, but it's oh, like, see? it is, it's the individuated. Yes, it's the we, it's not the like enmeshed or codependent. It's like, you know, but it it is, it's like, okay, we've got this. We we mastered the like how to do the me part. Now we're ready to come back and do the we <laughs> <laughs> in an empowered way <laughs> with agreements and vision and boundaries and that. all of that stuff. So. That's so great. All right. So let's give people a little preview of one of the many tools you help people with. I'm excited. You mentioned a little bit, you looked at my life work gene key. So let's hear it. Yes. And so much of this conversation is about that. So I would say, you know, gene keys is, I don't want to call it dense. It's rich. Let's call it rich. (laughs) It's very, it's very clear that this is universal wisdom. Like this is the divine at work. Um, And so my, I would recommend, you know, if you want to explore, you can go to genekeys.com and you can, you know, find your hologenetic profile. It's through your time and location of birth. And just starting with the, the golden path, of the activation sequence, which is your four prime gifts in this incarnation. There's a lot of information. And honestly, the reason why I only want to start with one is because it's so rich. And I I wanted to give Sasha a little taste because I'm going to be doing a more formal session, probably a few because it's a a lot of goodness. Mm -hmm. So the way that Gene Keys works again, so there's four spheres in these four gifts, right? So there's four spheres. And the way that it works is there's two 
that are more of our outward facing. So they're more related to how we are received by the outside world. And there's two that are more inner and that are very much related to being. So the the two gene keys are that are in our being resonance, then propel us into our becoming. But it's very interesting because we actually start with the becoming gene keys. We start with the more outward facing because it's what we know. We know ourselves through relating to people. And so through that process, we then start to learn more about ourselves, right? It's like when external things happen, when we have conflict in relationships. So at first that was really like, interesting to me, but I get it, right? It's like our life's work is where we start because everybody always wants to know what's my purpose and what am I supposed to do in the world, right? That's usually the one question that many of us want to know. And the way that it works, again, is there's the shadow aspect of our, you know, the codons in our DNA. So for Sasha's life work, it's gene key 51. The shadow is agitation. The gift So it's the path of initiative. So her gift is initiative and her city, which is a Sanskrit word for divine essence is awakening. Mm -hmm. And I also, by the way, love that I saw your website and awakening is like, I don't know if you put two and two together, but when I saw that, I was like, yes, because (laughs) a lot of times these words and these, again, Mm -hmm. these resonances and this feedback can help us formulate who we are in the world and how we showcase. So you didn't know that? I didn't know that. (laughs) That's so cool. Yes. This is also part of the code on ring of humanity. We don't need to get into all the details. Just let things roll off your back. But I know you and I have talked quite a bit off the record about humanitarian type work. So it's very affirming when I know you and then I see, right, the intelligence that resides within your DNA and how you get to show up in the world. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the agitation that resides within your shadow self is a it's a very primordial anxiety and fear it's it's not even really yours so um it <laughs> so there's a part of me that wants to be like i'm sorry because it's a very deep rooted uh what i feel intuitively is your walking this path first to really help the collective agitation anxiety fear that deeply resides within our human genome. Mm-hmm. And and I'm curious to know if that relates at all, that agitation piece. Yeah, it didn't at first when you said agitation, but then when you unpacked it around the other pieces and the like the the primordial aspect yeah. of it that, that resonates deeply. Yeah. yeah, because there's a part of like, it takes a courage to move through the depths of your own discomfort. And so it may not resonate because you also are very much a curious being who likes to go deep, who I say, I'm, I'm saying likes, you know, sometimes the universe delivers, um, you know, things that happen in our external world, but it's really about when we don't honor those sacred pauses and the discomfort and those moments of initiation and evolution, it can very much manifest in our bodies as agitation. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's a very intense journey and it can be very uncomfortable inside the body. So again, I know you and I know that you know what how to leverage, you know, that shadow, that agitation shadow. So 
a lot of times if the shadow doesn't resonate, uh, many of us who are tuning in, we have already done a lot of this exploration. And so it's more for you, Sasha, when you notice agitated moments, because it's not like all of a sudden we're never agitated again. It's a beautiful opportunity to be like, ooh, there's some, like you said, right? There's an intelligence here when I'm feeling that, mm-hmm. what is that anxiousness? What like why am I feeling this? And what's exciting is learning how to claim that for yourself. So much of your gift of alchemizing that shadow is claiming it, is taking the initiative. So you take the energy of the agitation and you direct it in a creative direction, which pretty much is what you said at the beginning of this episode. Um, a lot of this gene key is about moving from harshness. So there may have been an old pattern of when you feel agitated, like I got to fix this. I got to make it go away, which is actually causing more, right? Suffering and agitation in the body. And so it's very much about gentleness, gentleness. This gene key is big, thunderous and lightning bolts. The Chinese I Ching denotes this archetype as bolts of thunder and lightning, which can be very agitating and also bring huge possibilities. So before we get into more of the gift in the city, I'm curious to know how this is landing. It totally lands. Oh my gosh. And this is so powerful because, you know, even I'm going, I'm going to, I'm claiming it. I'm claiming agitation as my shadow and yeah. And the way to alchemize. So yeah, this is, this is, it's coming in like the perfect moment. So Mm. yeah, so good. And so the thunderbolts too. Yeah. um, That was, that was a harder part of my personality to really embrace. I didn't experience. It's interesting. You said that about the reflecting, like reflecting, learning more about who we are through relationship, because I just was like, everybody's like this, you know, the naivete of I'm like, everybody's just like this. Everyone takes big risks. Everyone just says what they think or goes there that, you know, and so I can be very um, disrupting to people like when they experience parts of my authenticity, which isn't all the time. It's not always so disruptive, but it's, it usually I'll say, usually at least from the people I know, it's like a positive disrupt. Like it, it is like, it does bring possibility. So anyway, interesting. Mm. Yeah. And again, recognizing that the thunder could be right. We could be in the thunder thunder in our shadow, or we could be in the thunder in our divine essence and it's all perfect. And it's all here to teach us and show us our evolution. Um, And we'll talk about this a, a bit more because the way that it works in Gene Keys is we always have these programming partners because they work in pairs, just like our DNA, to show up to support us. Mm-hmm. So your programming partner, so your evolution to support the shadow. So agitation pairs with unease. So this is Gene Key 57. Your initiative, the gift, is merged with intuition. And your awakening is paired with clarity. And so actually there's a lot of gentleness and grace and softness and surrender connecting intuitively that allows that thunder and lightning to really propel you into like the bigness that you're here to create in the world, which is because I know you, I'm like, yeah, this is Zaja. (laughs) So um, is there anything you want to add to that before I move on? 
No, that all that all feels that all feels great. And I'm I'm curious how many different variations are there. This sounds like a very com yes. I don't want to say complex, but dynamic. Like how many different potentials are there inside of this system? I mean, I would go to say probably millions, right? Because this is like our genome as 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 individuated, right, sovereign fractals of source consciousness. So um, I don't know because I don't even, I'm sure it exists there somewhere. There's a number, but yeah, there's, these are algorithms that are like, this is you and your journey, which I love this question because it segues into your gift of initiation where guides, masters, teachers can really be a distraction because this is very much about your unique path. And I have a different gene key, yet a lot of my path is also around my aloneness. And that's not everybody's journey, but for you and I, it's very similar. So this is about you initiating and forging your own unique path with lots of self-trust because other people can really lead to unconscious influences that can actually deter us from our from that awakening for you. Um, so this is about yielding to the energy of the shadow so that you can initiate, which again, you're already doing, which is why this is beautiful because you are well on your way to continuing to unlock, you know, the gifts and really these, what I believe to be these divine um, meetings in our life, right? Where we truly can meet the divine. And I know you felt them and I felt them too. And I know that it's possible to have more of that. And so the awakening is the communion with self, right? It's like, you're never the same again, because you know that you've, you know, stepped into an initiatory phase, softened, um, yielded to allow yourself to expand more. And it's really about letting everything in so that the miracle can occur. And why I love the gene keys is because it doesn't tell you how and it doesn't, right? It's like, there's so much that Sasha can do in her life's work with transmuting the shadow of agitation, forging through and onward and forward through initiation and experiencing what awakening is is to her. And I feel the bigness of it and there's going to be thunder and there's going to be lightning and there's going to be lots of softening um, because that's, we're all of it. So with that, I would love to know how that lands. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, it lands, it lands beautifully. And yeah, definitely. I, I mean, there's definitely a, it's interesting, this language I've never really up until now wouldn't have thought of myself as someone who gets agitated, but I so do. I so do. And especially, and there's one shadowy piece right now that is holding power in my life that I'm so ready to alchemize. And, and when you were sharing this, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been resisting it. I've been judging Mm -hmm. it. I've been making it wrong. I've been like the opposite of claiming it. So it definitely this tool, this feedback comes at a really beautiful time. So I'm going to go into my own life and really experiment and claim it and use it and create with it. Um, So Okay. There's one final piece. Okay. So with all of the gene keys, there are six lines. So remember how in in human design, we have our profile. So this is related to your profile. So 
you are a line five for your life's work as the fixer. And for you, it's about pure practicality, which I know there's a lot of simplification and practicality. And I know you've expressed that a lot in when you were, you know, coaching as well. And the way that it works is, you know, we all have our gene keys and then there's six lines. And so it's more of like a, a different octave, right? We all have our different flavor. So someone may also have the 51st gene key as their life's work, but yours is very much about looking at the thing and deciding, do I actually like, is this really going to help humanity? Is this really going to help the world? Yeah. And if it doesn't, like you, you're not, you, you leave it, you know? Um, you have the capacity to really go far in the external world. This is about efficiency. So when your gifts are organized, many people are going to benefit. And I know we've talked about this on and off the record that you know that, you feel that. And so whatever you create as you alchemize the shadow into awakening is really going to help people simplify and create a practicality around what awakening is for them. Um, and also the last piece that's pretty exciting is that a lot of line fives, uh, are often outwardly successful. So again, it's not everybody's journey, but for you, it, it feels very evident that from a spiritual standpoint, you are here to help the masses through simplification of access of what it means to awaken. Thank you. And that's it. And that's okay. all I got. That's so good. You know, I'm coming <laughs> off of, I'm coming off of, I was, um, I've taken a break and this podcast and Lindsay's part of the like first round of, you know, let's celebrate. Thanks for being on the podcast. But I truly was like decompressing from a seven, eight year mentorship with a coach who was very, I mean, a huge blessing in my life and very much like there was a philosophy and, a, and there, so there were so many things like decompressing from yeah, feeling like being locked into kind of one version of what life and business was going to look like was dismantled a lot of other businesses and identities and all of it. So this, um, this comes at just such a beautiful time. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you for this. And if you're listening and you're like, I want to know my gene key, I want to <laughs> get it. I want more of this and you want it because I've gone to the gene key website and it's awesome. It's great. And I kind of go a little blank. I like my interpreter. Uh, <laughs> so if you would like Lindsay to be your interpreter as well, just go to her website and you can connect with her. There's lots of different ways to work with her um, so that you can really connect with your purpose. Um, if you're looking for that, I, I, I'm a huge fan of all the spiritual tools. I know that's a huge, you know, huge part of this podcast is bringing spiritual tools, learning about new ones. Um, and I do love more and more astrology. I love astrology, but it's not quite like feeding my soul in the same way that this is. And so um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners about, mm. about, sorry, the door just rang. Someone else will get it. But um, is there anything <laughs> else that you're wanting um, our listener to know or hear? It could be about anything. It could be about working with you. It could be about yeah. a reminder on their own path. Yeah, I mean... The way my style of mentorship, and I, it's been very clear that I don't call myself a coach um, because, again, I don't want to claim that I know what's best for you. I know how to show you the doorway that already resides within you to unlock that for yourself and open the door for yourself. And so I love these tools because it's universal wisdom and 
And it's there. There's a reason why it's here for us. And there's a multitude of tools. And so I just want to remind you, right? If you feel connected to Sasha, if you feel connected to myself, if anything with the gene keys resonated, like trust that, right? Don't just go and take everything, right? If you listen to these podcasts each week, you don't need to go and download every single gift and book every single call and go on every single website. Just follow like when you feel that impulse, just follow it. And I believe this is why Sasha was saying it does feel magnetic because I trust that. I trust that the people that are going to come into my life are going to come into my life. And I feel deeply connected to helping. So if you want to even just shoot me a note, Lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com and say hello and and share with both Sasha and I how this is supportive. I have my own podcast and it really does help to know what's landing, what's opening up for you and just to just to say hello. So we know that we're connecting intimately with you all. And um, with that, I feel complete. So I thank you for the opportunity, Sasha. And I'm looking forward to connecting with your community, with your sacred community. Mm, thank you so much for being here. And thank you listening so much for sharing this sacred space with us today. Mm. Much love. Mm.